This week, Google tackles email in a whole new way. And we bet you can't guess the number two source for political news. Plus, how HTML5 became the most popular coding language for mobile apps. All this and more on Digital Marketing News with Yoko Co. Digital Marketing News with Yoko Co. covers the most important news for busy professionals in the digital marketing space. With your hosts, Chris Yoko and Max Lawler. Hello, and welcome to Digital Marketing News with Yoko CEO. Today is Thursday, October 23rd, 2014. I'm Chris, and as usual, I'm here with my co-host, Max. Hey, Chris, ready to rock and roll? Let's do it. Although it may seem surprising at first, but less so if you think about it, a new study shows that Facebook is a more popular source for political news than CNN or Fox. That's right. The Pew poll data suggests that 49% of respondents got their political news from local television, while 48% got it from Facebook. Trailing that, 44% for CNN and 39% for Fox News. If you're doing the math, you know that doesn't add up to 100%, meaning that people do look to multiple sources. That said, Facebook's 48% is far beyond the 14% who say they get political news from YouTube or 9% who get it from Twitter. Part of the reason Facebook is such a popular news source is likely that traditional media outlets have become somewhat polarizing, leaning hard to the left or the right, while the average American tends not to be quite so politically consistent. For anyone involved in political marketing, this is extremely important to keep in mind. The game is definitely changing. If you're interested in drilling down further into the results, you can grab the link to the full study from our site. The next shift from internal to external IT support is upon us, as Amazon has announced their Amazon Web Services directory service, which can integrate with or replace Active Directory. As organizations have shifted to rely more and more on the cloud, they've had an increasing need to incorporate their internal directories with external services, which is often difficult and cumbersome. That's where AWS Directory Service comes in handy, as it can really smooth that process out. Plus, this is good news for marketers on a number of levels. In the long term, there will likely be some interesting ways to cross-market to members of specific directories based on the tools and applications they use, similar to behavioral retargeting ads today. It also means that private sites like knowledge bases, intranets, in-organization courses and training materials will be faster and easier to create via a third-party application. Through this externally housed directory, it will be more simple to provide appropriate access to your team. The AWS directory is available now in the U.S., parts of Asia, Europe, and Australia. According to a recent report conducted by Vision Mobile, HTML5 is the most popular coding language for mobile app development. Surprising, right? You can thank hybrid apps for this, which are basically web apps which are then compiled into native code for their supported platforms. Basically, super-functional, mobile and touch-optimized websites and fancier code wrappers. The main reason HTML5 is so appealing is that it works consistently across multiple platforms, it's lightweight but highly functional, and it has a relatively low cost of development. You can knock things out pretty quickly. Of course, there are downsides in that it's harder to truly replicate the feeling of native UI elements, and the integration of more complex OS features is pretty limited, just to name a few. That said, for simpler cases, a hybrid app can really do the trick. Food for thought if you're considering building a mobile app. Email overload got you down? Google might be able to help. This week in a blog post, Google announced a new app called Inbox, which approaches email from a new angle, grouping similar types of messages into bundles or social updates or promotions. 
So, for example, if you receive some e-bills, they might all be packaged together so you can address everything at once. Same if you had flight or travel reservations. Plus, Inbox features a feed called Highlights, which will bring the emails Google thinks are the most important right to the forefront to make sure you're seeing everything that you should be. The whole thing takes a lot of cues from Google Now, which is a good thing as Google Now is already pretty great at showing you what you need to see when you need to see it. Inbox is currently invite only, and you can request access by sending an email to inbox at google.com. When it does hit the mainstream, it'll be available on the web on Android 4.1 and later, as well as iOS 7 and later. Who doesn't like free stuff? This week, Google released 750 free icons, which are elements from its new material design look that it's planning to use in the next major version of Android. However, the icons are multi-purpose, covering a variety of ideas and actions, and they're available with an open source license, meaning you can use them in your own projects pretty much however you want. The icons are available now in both PNG and SVG format. Today's final bit is half takeaway, half Q&A. Casey Hollingsworth from the Fordham and Old Dominion Brewing Companies asked if there are any services they can leverage to help automate simple tasks, allowing them to more effectively use their time. And of course we can. A while back, we shared one of my favorite web services, which is If This Then That, IFTTT.com. If you're still not familiar with it, it allows you to connect various apps together through conditional if-then statements. For example, if you post to your blog on your corporate website, it can automatically tweet that post from your personal account, or if you're tagged in a photo on Facebook, it can automatically download the photo to your Dropbox. It's pretty awesome and has honestly saved me a ton of time. If you haven't checked it out yet, you certainly should. However, that isn't today's takeaway. Consider today a twofer. We're reminding you about If This Then That to also recommend a similar service, Zapier, Z-A-P-I-E-R.com. Zapier is similar in that it allows you to build similar if-then statements to trigger interactions between platforms. However, they also offer integration for some platforms that if-this-then-that doesn't. We have one client who uses Zapier to integrate their Gmail inbox with their Contactually account, which then sorts leads into buckets for various classes and campaigns, and then runs an automated series of emails over the next six weeks to nurture those leads. We certainly recommend you check out both of these platforms. Everyone could benefit from a little automation. If you're interested, you can grab the links from our site. And that's everything we've got for you this week. Until next time, thanks for listening. Digital Marketing News with Yoko CO is hosted by Chris Yoko and Max Lawler, with new episodes released every week. If you have a tip to share or a question for the show, send an email to questions at yokoco.com. Thanks for listening.